Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in the Hamptons of New York with my new friend, Vanessa Gordon of EastEndTaste.com. Vanessa has been a Hampton local all her life, and her family's been there since the 1940s. In this episode, Vanessa and I talk about the Sag Harbor Music Festival, the Hamptons International Film Youth Festival, and the region's incredible culinary scene. Here are these three great stories, plus a bunch more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Hamptons. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Vanessa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I don't really know much about the Hamptons, but I, I hear about it like in pretty much any high-end movie or TV show or whatever I hear. All the rich people go, oh, I'm going off to the Hamptons this summer or whatever. So that's pretty much all I really know is it, it seems like the playground for the rich and famous. Yeah, that's so funny you say that. It is so funny to watch movies that depict the Hamptons because in most instances, they don't film out here. Many of them film in Canada. And it's so funny when they, you know, they're hinting at a specific place and you're like shaking your head like, oh my gosh, no, the beach does not look like that. It's it's funny. But yeah, yes, we are certainly known for being the playground of the rich and famous, though, as you delve a little bit deeper, we really are a culinary mecca out here, among other things. But food is really a strong point out here. And I'm so excited to share all of that with you and many other things. Well, that sounds good. I haven't had lunch yet, so I'm ready to, to hear all about the food. <laughs> so what brought you to the Hamptons? What brought me here? So I actually grew up here. My grandmother came out here in the 40s to go to school in Sag Harbor. And my dad used to own a popular nightclub out here called the Stephen Talk House. And my mom moved out here when her parents, my grandparents, moved out here in the 70s. And I was out here since the mid-90s, then I moved to Connecticut for 15 years, and then I met my husband in Philadelphia, and we both decided, since we were both from out here, to come back and live. It was either a choice between Manhattan or the Hamptons, and we chose the Hamptons because we felt it was more family-friendly, and we've been out here now full-time for eight years. That's fantastic. So I love when they come full circle like that. Yes, so for people that aren't necessarily familiar with the Hamptons, like again, like they may have heard it on TV or, or radio or whatever, but it, they, they may not know exactly where it's at. Can you kind of uh, give us a, some direction? Certainly. So we are located two hours east of New York City, and the easiest way to get here is by the Long Island Railroad. You have I-495 and a few other highways that come out this way, and it's straightforward. You literally just keep going east uh, across Long Island, and you will hit... The first part, which would be Southampton Township, which encompasses um, you know Hampton Bays and a few other you know other hamlets and such. But anyway, yes, we span say technically West Hampton to Montauk, but people really consider the Hamptons to be Southampton to East Hampton, which are the two major townships out here. And in the summer, it could take quite a long time to get out here, and people love to joke, "Oh, well, if you if you have a private jet or a helicopter, it could take fifteen twenty minutes." <laughs> 
those of us who wish we had those luxuries. But other than that, it will take a good, you know, two and a half to three hours or more during the summer season. So I always recommend the train, but I actually always take the main bus, which is the Hampton Jitney that goes to and from Manhattan and Queens and to the Hamptons. If our listeners want to travel and visit the Hamptons, they should fly into New York City and then take the bus or the train? That's correct, yes. I'm uh, flying to LaGuardia, Newark, JFK, and then there you have those, especially JFK has those direct connections to Jamaica, Queens, and you can take the train from there, uh, Long Island Railroad, all the way out east. And they have express trains during select hours during peak season. Obviously, like we talk about, that the, the summertime is probably the peak season because that's when everybody wants to get away from the city, yes. go out and splash around and everything like that. For listeners who maybe don't want to deal with the, the crowds and, and everything else, when's the best time for them to, to plan their visit? Absolutely. So the best time to plan their visit, I recommend, is October. I say October because most businesses that are interested in those visiting are still open. It's not too busy out here. The weather is perfect, and it's har- it's harvest season out here. So you're going to get a really nice group of restaurants that are open. The farm stands are still open and the food is great. The atmosphere is wonderful. You don't have those crowds at the, you know, people fighting over parking spaces and all that good stuff during the summer. So you have the best of both worlds. You have the nice weather and everything is open. Though I will say that is also can be hurricane season out here, the tail end of it. If naturally there, there are hurricanes scheduled or anticipated for the region, I would recommend early May, which I find to be most beautiful out here. All right. So obviously you live there you know, majority of your life. Uh, if you had to describe the people or the area in like just a couple words, how would you do that? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we have quite an interesting group of people out here. I mean, they're great. They're great. We have, I like to say the, the like the Romeo and Juliet of you know, the different families out here, you have like the locals and the Manhattanites and it's like the Capulets, the Montagues, like fighting. It's, that's the best <laughs> way to describe it. It's just so and then like you have the people in the middle or I don't get these people. Why do they fight so much? But it's kind of funny if, you know, I always like to say the locals have to realize that if they didn't have these people coming in from these wealthy people coming in from the city, Technically, they really wouldn't have much of a business and vice versa. The Manhattanites have to realize that, you know, the locals work extremely hard to put everything together out here with the farms and, and the small businesses and such. And it, it takes a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of manpower out here. So as far as the people, I mean, people are very are, are friendly for the most part. They're definitely colorful. A lot of interesting mix out here. You have the <laughs> The, the you know the logia you know, the fishermen out in Montauk which are a great great group of people I think the people in Sag Harbor are fantastic my favorite people I don't, I I love the people at Wayne Scott which is a little hamlet of East Hampton and right down the street from me and they're just great every time I walk into any business in Wayne Scott they're just so humble and so friendly you know I can go into East Hampton New Wealth versus the old wealth of South Hampton and. It's funny. It, it's great. I, I do love the people out here, though. They're, they're, they're interesting. Well, to your point, I think it's one of those things that sometimes people need to find that delicate balance, right? If there's too many tourists, there's too many whatever, then the then locals get upset, right? Because it interferes with their daily life. But if there's not enough of those tourists, then you know, a lot of those local businesses that cater to them, that allow them to feed their family and, and go on vacation themselves and everything else, that business dries up. So you got to find the right balance where – Making sure people that come there and visit are being respectful, both of the people as well as as well as the destination. Sometimes it's difficult, and we don't achieve that balance. It gets 
saturated one way or the other. Yes, certainly. So, okay. So like we talked about that late spring, like late fall, those are like really good times to visit. When we come there, say we take the train or the bus in, do we need to get a car while we're there or do we just walk around, rent bikes? Like how do we get around once we're actually in the Hamptons? I would strongly recommend renting a car while you're out here. Strongly recommend, though you can get away with it otherwise. If you love biking, just be very, very careful. I have not only seen people get hit, people have clipped my vehicle. I've seen a lot of accidents with bikes. But anyway, I don't want to focus on that too much. So if you don't want to rent a car, if you stay in Sag Harbor, you can get away with walking around. We have share rides out here, so you could do that. Um, But I do recommend cycling, just be very, very cautious. And there are a lot of great walking paths out here. Um, But as far as getting between the main town, like Southampton East, you definitely need a car, or I would strongly recommend one. We do have the Suffolk County Transit bus, the S92, which is very, very reasonably priced. And I've taken it several times before I had my car ready to go out here. So the only thing, though, with the bus, especially during the peak season, it, you don't even bother looking at the timetable because it's not going to arrive <laughs> at the time. It's don't even bother. Just show up and just wait. Just because there's too much traffic? Exactly. I've had to see, I've seen like two buses arrive at the same time once. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to understand that you're on vacation and you know that things yes. aren't going to always go according to plan. Okay. So now we've arrived in the Hamptons. Uh, where should we think about staying? Uh, are there chain hotels, like more Airbnb and mom and pops? Like, like what is there available? Yes. So we definitely have, we have the Airbnbs out here, which a lot of people do. Many people rent homes out here. They do share homes, which, you know, I will say that the towns have been cracking down on. So just be very careful there. But I, I honestly recommend the hotels and the B&Bs. We have some great options in East Hampton. I love the Baker House, and I love Millhouse Inn. And there are many great options in East Hampton other than what I just mentioned. If you want to go out to Montauk, I'm a Gurney's fan. I love Gurney's. They have two properties. They have their Star Island property and their resort and spa right on the ocean. In Southampton, you have a Butler's Banner, which is a really great spot. They have a beautiful English garden in the back. And in Watermill, you have White Fences Inn. In Bridgehampton, you have Topping Rose House. And in Sag Harbor, you have the Sag Harbor Inn and Barron's Cove, which are two great options. Oh, great. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of really good options, especially as much as I love miles and points and being able to stay with all the chains where I can get, I can use my status to get a nice upgrade and everything like that. Sometimes it's great to be able to go in and stay at these little uh, like mom and pop boutique type hotels where you can get just a unique experience that you can't get anyplace else. Yes. And with speaking of with Topping Rose House, they are affiliated to the last time I checked with American Express. So if you're an American Express card holder, you may be able to get some upgrades or um, some perks with Topping Rose House. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, uh, American Express, like if you have the platinum card, like I have, they have like the fine hotels and resorts or the luxury collection. And that might be a great option because you can get a lot of really good benefits even though they aren't necessarily affiliated with, you know, like the Marriott or Hilton or those type of uh, hotel brands. Yes. Uh, they do have them in Riverhead for a little bit cheaper pricing. They do have like the Holiday Inn and the Hilton Garden and such in Riverhead, which is about less than a half hour from Southampton. I mean, that's a good choice then if, uh, if people, again, are maybe looking to save a little bit of money and don't necessarily need to stay like right on the water's edge, those type of things, uh, and are okay with making a little bit of a drive, they can save a little bit of money. Yes. 
Once we get to the Hamptons, obviously the beach is a, is a huge draw and going into the ocean and, and hanging out on the beach and having fun. What are some of the other things to do while we're there? The water sports are very popular out here. I love to personally do, they have kiteboarding, paddleboarding. We have a great wellness scene out here. We have so many great fitness classes. Oh my goodness, where do I begin? Uh, we have the flywheel. We have forward space, Barry's boot camp. There's so many great options. We have uh, many different types of bar classes. Private yoga and semi-private yoga is very popular. The yoga studios out here are endless. We have the Tracy Anderson has two studios out here. So there's so many options to get fit and stay well. Well, that's exactly what you need when you're at the beach, right? You want to look good in that bikini or bathing suit. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Okay, beyond that, uh, I know that there's like a lot of different festivals that kind of come through probably concentrated during the summertime, right? Yes. We have the Hamptons International Film Festival, which usually runs through Columbus Day weekend in October. During the summer season, there are so many. We have several different food events. We have the Hampton Classic Horse Show, which is very popular, which runs usually just before uh, Labor Day. Oh my goodness. We have uh, music festivals. We have uh, lots of different galas and benefits that usually happen on Saturdays or Sundays in the afternoons or evenings throughout the summer. There are literally, my goodness, I want to say four to five dozen to choose from to attend. And they're real. When you attend them, it is, they're incredible. It's incredible what, how these events are put on. And they're really a sight to behold. I go to many of the events. I'm on the, um, on the board of some, and I'm a chair member and I am also a media sponsor of several. So I am definitely very much involved in many of these summer events. So if people are looking, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty frugal with, uh, with my money and everything. If people are looking for any sort of discounts, uh, probably during the peak season, you're not going to find anything. Well, if you know where to look, for example, look, you know, I always say to people, go on social media, go on social media. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these events, they'll partner or they'll, you'll see who's sponsoring the event and you'll go to the sponsors page. And sometimes they'll say, Oh, uh, usually these sale they, they happen around just before Memorial Day weekend, and then they'll come back again in June. Oh, if you're looking to attend this event, we're offering, if you, you could get 15% off using this code. So look out for those. And even go into the restaurants, go into some of the businesses. It also doesn't hurt to go into the Chamber of Commerce offices and see about, about the pamphlets and stuff they have there. Also, feel free to call these offices even in January and February, if you know you want to come out here, because there may be some deals that you could snag right then and there. If you know that you want to come out to the Hamptons during a certain time, you can perhaps lock in a special dealer rate. I mean, honestly, the season is is very strong out here. It would nearly be impossible to get bottom barrel de- deal. Sure. But <laughs> you, if you know where to look, I recommend social media, the tourism and chamber of commerce offices, and they're, they're usually very good about getting back to you and helping you out. That's awesome. Yeah, one of the things that I always do is if I know I'm going to be visiting a certain city, uh, I reach out to uh, the Visitors Bureau uh, and some of the local businesses and get onto their email list. And you know they're obviously always sending out promotions in their emails. And that's a great way to snag a discount from my experience. Yes, we only have a few more minutes, and I don't want to miss out talking about some of the great food that's there. I know that uh, with so many people coming there, especially during the summertime, they have to have just some amazing restaurants. We have so many great options. It's I'm still discovering them, too, myself. It's, it's so much fun. That's awesome. Okay, so what are some of your suggestions? 
I'll go through a couple right now by town. So in Montauk, I love Hooked, it's called. And they have uh, some outdoor seating and they have phenomenal lobster rolls. And they have this really cool dish where it's, it's like a carved out tomato with lobster salad in it, which is awesome. And then as we start to head a little uh, west in Amagansett, we have two great options, more seafood, the clam bar. And we have lunch or known as the lobster roll, which is the famous lobster roll restaurant that's been around for many years. And they are located directly opposite one another off of Montauk Highway. And as we come into East Hampton, I love, of course, I love the Palm Restaurant, but I love the 1770 House. They have, oh my God, they have the best sticky date cake there that I get every time I go there. Ooh, that sounds decadent. Yes. They're also known, Ina Garten talks about them a lot, and she is a big fan of their meatloaf, which is served downstairs. They have two places where you can dine, more the upscale main level, and then you have the tavern downstairs. And then as we get to Wayne Scott, I love Levain Bakery and the seafood shop, and also in East Hampton, I love for Japanese, I love Zocon. And Rowdy Hall is a great spot for just popping in, having like some fish and chips, a burger, and things of that nature. And then, oh, they also have great vegetarian chili at Rowdy Hall. And for takeout in East Hampton, I love Smoke and Wolf for their barbecue. Then as we go to Bridgehampton, I love Yamaku, which is another Japanese spot that's very, very popular with both the locals and the people that come in from the city. And they have a very like health-focused Japanese menu. Then in Sag Harbor, I love Lulu Kitchen and Bar, which is located right on Main Street. They have this really amazing cauliflower appetizer. Then they have excellent mussels there, too. So that's really great to check out. In Southampton, they have the, the Plaza Cafe, which is excellent. I love Sip and Soda for their ice cream. They have great ice cream sundaes there. There really are so many great spots. And another one that I ha- I have to mention in East Hampton is the East Hampton Grill, which is probably one of my favorite places to dine out here. They have the best ribs with coleslaw and their thin fries. Oh my God, the fries are amazing. And the crab cakes there are great. And as far as getting a good steak, um, you want to go to Bobby Vance. That's a great option. But there, I mean, really with food out here, you can't go wrong. Oh my God. I, I think I'm going to have to book the entire summer just so that we can hit all these restaurants. That's it. I, <laughs> that's why I like, do like a, like a food bucket list, Hampton style. So many great options. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on is, you know, obviously we're going to be out at the beach all day or just out exploring all day. We didn't touch about anything for breakfast. Where should we go for breakfast? For breakfast, John Papa's in East Hampton is a great spot. And then you have Organic Crush in Amagansett, which is great. They have great whole food, um, healthy plates there. In Sag Harbor for breakfast, you have Estia's Little Kitchen, which is very, very popular. I recommend coming the earlier the better. And if you love golf, uh, the Fairway Restaurant is great. And then they have a putting range, putting and um, driving range right there. That's fun, too. And then as you go a little bit further west of Bridgehampton, you have the Bridgehampton Candy Kitchen, I believe Sip and Soda does breakfast as well. Really, I love the breakfast grab-and-go. In East Hampton, Babette's is a phenomenal option for breakfast and brunch. Wow. There's like so many great options. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know which one to choose. We're going to nail that down in a minute. When we go into the final countdown, if somebody only had time for one meal in the Hamptons, where should they go and what should they eat? Oh, my gosh. Well, we are known for our pizza and our bagels. I definitely go for... You have to get a bagel at Goldberg's Bagels if you eat anything out here. They're the best. What uh, what bagel do you like the best? 
I love the poppy seed bagel at Goldberg's. It's the best. Yeah, it's good to have those all those options and uh, finding the right one. You've lived in the Hamptons for pretty much all your life. What's one of your most memorable stories of being there? When my grandparents lived in North Haven, uh, my relatives would all come out. We'd stay with my grandparents at you know different times periodically throughout the summer. But I would love when we would just all go to the beaches in North Haven. You could look uh, out and see Shelter Island. And we would just spend the day just looking for like driftwood and shells and rocks and all these different sea critters. It was, it was so much fun. And we would then go, you know, back into Sag Harbor and grab some either some pizza from Concadoro, the old pizza shop that used to be there. Speaking of that, we would always have dinner at Il Cappuccino which is another great restaurant that I can't not mention. And they have the best garlic knots in the world there, Il Cappuccino in Sag Harbor. And we've been going there forever, over 30 years. And I love the outdoors. I love the outdoors out here. I love going hiking, going bird watching, and spending as much time outside as possible, which is very beautiful out here. I think it's really wonderful that you have those like those family memories. And like obviously, you were there visiting your grandma. And then your parents are around. And then now it's you. And then... As it just passes down from generation to generation, all those memories and and just all those wonderful experiences. That's really awesome. That's it. I have so many memories from out here. This is a really, really great place to raise a family and spend time. That's really good. Uh, yeah, when I was telling my wife that we were going to be recording today, she's like, oh, I really want to go to the Hamptons. So we're going to make, we're gonna have to make that happen. So speaking of like, smiles and happy times, where's the happiest happy hour in the Hamptons? I love the American Hotel in Sag Harbor. I love that place. It's so nostalgic, and we all sit there and I'll play backgammon. They have like cheese fondue, and the bartenders there are so fun. They have so much personality, and oh my god, so great! I love going there. So I highly recommend the American Hotel if you can grab a seat in time. I recommend arriving early and just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> what time do we need to show up to kind of beat the crowd? I would say like three thirty-four. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? You don't have to twist my arm to hang out longer and have more drinks. So that works for me. Now, one of the things I always do whenever I travel is I always check out the local pizza. What's the best place for pepperoni pizza in the Hamptons? Ooh, pepperoni pizza. I love Sag Pizza. That's a new spot that opened up where Concadora used to be. That's great. And then if you're if you're a vegetarian, I recommend going right across the street to Lulu Kitchen and Bar, and they have the best mushroom truffle pizza. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, my wife is going to go there to Lulu's and is going to wave across the across the street at me <laughs> while I'm enjoying the pepperoni pizza over at SAG. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, you travel quite a bit. Uh, you have a great uh, spot there in the, in the Hamptons. What's one of your best travel tips? One of my best travel tips is to make sure that you do a lot of your planning ahead of time. Try to have a strong itinerary. You know what a little, little trick that I do just so I know how to navigate? I actually will play around with Google Maps and I'll play with that little guy that you can pin drop wherever you'd like and just like take some time and just sort of walk around the streets if you can and see what's around and know what's around even before you get there. I did that before I went to Paris seven years ago and I felt like I was there already. It was amazing. And that, that's just my little tip of just making sure that you just know what's around, know the, know the street signs and do a little like self-guided tour before you get there if you have some time. Absolutely. I think that's one of those things that like, especially when I used to work in corporate finance and you know, you're, you're doing like weekend trips or you're trying to maximize any of your vacation days as you can, having that, that planning ahead of time allows you to see and do as much as you want 
uh, within the, the vacation days that you're going to be at the destination. Yes. Vanessa, you and I met just briefly, and I don't know enough about you, and I, I know the listeners you know, haven't met you before either. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what's the best way for people to reach you if they have more questions about the Hamptons? Sure, yeah. So I'm, I'm a freelance writer, and I'm also the publisher of a digital publication out here called East End Taste Magazine. And you can find me at eastendtastemagazine.com. And you're always welcome to contact me through there or any of our major social media platforms. We have Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. And you're more than happy to reach out to me anytime if you have any questions. I actually have been chatting with some folks from a recent trip that I took to Kenya. And people have been asking me lots of questions. And I love answering them. I love giving them insight any way I can help. So anyone is welcome to message me at any time. I'm very receptive. Just give me about like 48 to 72 hours to respond and I will get to you and do not feel shy about nagging me or following, following <laughs> up. I'm serious. I don't care. Hey, just, you know, when you, when you can get back to me and I, I, I will, I'm just, I'm crazy busy, but I'll, I'll get to you. Absolutely. I think it's one of those things that, especially in today's age, your inbox gets overflowed very quickly. And if you blink, next thing you know, that person's message is off onto the next page of of messages. So like you said, every so often you got to kind of ping people and get back up to the top again. And you know, it's funny too. I don't know this new thing I didn't realize that you could do is like, you could tell if people like read your message. I don't know if anyone else does this. I'll click on a message and then all of a sudden like my son runs up to me or like he loves to do this thing where he'll literally shut the computer off. There's a big red, bright red button and he knows it shuts off to get my attention. (laughs) So yes, I quote unquote read your message, but I didn't read your message. So, you know, feel free to follow up. Absolutely. Well, you know, again, Vanessa, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your tips for the Hamptons. We look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Oh, yes. I hope to see you soon. Big thanks to Vanessa for coming onto the show and sharing her tips for the Hamptons. Show us some love by following her on Instagram at East End Taste. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to show your favorite thing about the Hamptons in New York. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Hamptons. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner of today's episode. Bluffworks offers of any styles to fit your needs so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEE to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we head to Tokyo, Japan to speak with our new friend Anthony Joe of the Tokyo Podcast. Anthony and I talk about sumo matches, sushi trains, and the Hachiko dog statue. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe that we don't miss any of our upcoming destinations.